I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Glad to have you with us. This is the Super Bowl special. We do it every year after the Super Bowl. And uh, Super Bowl 56. Yay. The Rams versus the Bengals. Rams won. Yay. Wes says it was a great game. I think it was kind of lost. It was kind of a, yeah, towards the end, it was like, what? Come on. Really? I don't want to say that the games are rigged, but come on. I mean, I'm not a, I, I had no dog in the hunt, okay? Let's be honest. I, you know, I, I like the Seahawks, okay? I, I'm, I'm Northwest through and through, so I'm a Seahawks fan. So unless the Seahawks are playing, I don't really care. You know, I like the Seahawks. So, yeah, Rams, Bengals. I thought, all right, Bengals, give them a shot, you know, because they, they're new to this whole thing and kind of interesting to see all these high school kids winning against the old guys. <laughs> That's most of them just right out of high school, right? Uh, no, it didn't happen. The Rams won. And, you know, it's funny. NBC seems to be, I wish I could use the term, they're having this, let's say, wagging contest, right, as to, Look what we got. We got the Olympics and the Super Bowl. So let's run some Super Bowl, and then let's run some boring Olympic footage after that. I don't know. I I just think that there's too much sports. This is the type of thing where I can say, ah, too much sports. I want to watch something that, you know, like I say, you know, watching football is a good waste of of time. It's a good waste of a Sunday. You know, watching a football game. I don't, I I like football, but I like baseball too, because that's a good waste of a, day at the park you just sit there eating peanuts drinking beer and having a hot dog that's what you do in a, fit, a baseball game ah, but football whatever happened to football um like i said uh, around our house not much enthusiasm with the game usually i can get liam to watch it or janine to watch it with me uh-uh, not this year no, i watched it alone uh in fact at home the pregame show janine I, I i'm in bed sleeping at about i don't know what 11 or 12 and Janine says, honey, I've got the Super Bowl on. I know you got to watch it. Got to do your homework. And I says, why Why you got it on? She says, pregame. You got to go down and watch the pregame. I'm thinking, nah, I don't want to watch pregame. Pregame. So, but yeah, so we had it on in the background as background noise while we went about our, you know, slow Sunday affairs. So around 3 p.m., um, I came downstairs and I wanted to see it from the beginning to end. I was going to say, I got to see this from beginning to end so I can have a good show. Because we do this every year. We do the analysis of what the Super Bowl is. and what Because what it really is, is it's just a big propaganda show. And it's an oracle for the future. They give you commercials and they give you ritual and they give you all that. I don't know how it became this every year we got to say it's some satanic thing. I mean, that's the thing that both Ryan and I, we just, we laugh. We say, well... When did it become just all about Satan? You know, what, what, there are a lot of things that are considered satanic in everything we do. There's always, you know, and I said, you know, maybe I'll find something, maybe I won't. And, and, and by the looks of what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, I don't think anybody caught 
anything except, well, Ryan and I did. But I'm, I'm just saying it. I don't think anybody caught anything about what was going on in the Super Bowl. And you know why? Because a lot of the esoteric greats aren't around anymore. The ones that would give us, you know, the insight. Of Tracy Twyman is the king or the queen of all this, right? She, she and I used to do these analysis. When she produced the show, we'd get on and we'd talk about all the esoterics. And then when, when she left us, unfortunately... Uh, Ryan Gable took over the slot for me because I, I, he and I, we related on such levels that we were able to know a lot of this esoteric knowledge. And I learned a lot of mine from Tracy, a lot of mine from experience. And, and so you, you get to see overall both the political and parapolitical nature of the Super Bowl. And so to start off, I, from the coin toss to the halftime show and all of the commercials in between, one of the things that bothered me about the Super Bowl was it was just so Californian. And, and what I mean by that is the logo, they tampered with the logo to make it look like, you know, palm trees and, and warmth. And, and yeah, okay, there's palm trees and warmth. So they tinker with the Super Bowl logo for one thing that bothered me. The other thing is when The Rock got up and, and you know, when he got up, he did his thing going, hey, it's back to California. And he, and he did the whole eyebrow thing. And I'm thinking... That's like something you see out of Universal Studios. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, it's kind of, kind of silly. So I, I didn't like that. I thought it was just silly in California, and it's like, yeah, okay, leave that to the theme parks. You know, we don't want to see that at a football game. And then, um, I know I'm getting old, and the reason why I know I'm getting old is because, well, I knew who all the performers were at the halftime show, and I enjoy, I enjoyed the halftime show. Okay, I did. I like rap. I don't like new rap, but I like the older classic rap, right? Because we, us who are in our 50s, we were the first to listen to rap, right? Sugar Hill Gang, Run DMC, right? NWA, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, we, 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 were, we were those guys. And so, um, I don't know, a lot of people say, oh, it's the worst Super Bowl halftime show ever. Well, I don't know what, what no, it was not. It was not. Maroon 5 probably is a candidate for that, or The Weeknd, who I was very surprised how how sucky he was and how weird he was. But, uh, no, I've I've seen a lot worse. Uh, and, and another thing, too, is you can't beat what Prince did. He was amazing at the Super Bowl as well. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, looking at Super Bowls, that was not the worst performance ever. That was not, okay? But here's the thing, okay? When we got to dig deep and we got to go beyond the pale here, and like I said, I'm glad I was able to get downstairs just at the tail end of the at the pregame so I could see the coin toss and so I could see uh, the, the national anthem. And uh, with all of the, I guess you could say the effort that NBC and the NFL do to try and bring equality and, <laughs> and all of the stuff that they want to have a woke Super Bowl, they screwed up. Right from the very beginning, they screwed up. And I'll tell you why coming up as we analyze the Super Bowl tonight. And believe me, you're going to have your eyes wide open to a lot of things. So stay tuned. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting.
Ground Zero.